Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. answer your question we just uh-huh. like to get the natural conversation at the start um so yeah no how has life been doing covid for you um sorry i just at 12 <laughs> 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 um so obviously no gigs uh-huh. um the industry's kind of stopped in a sense in terms of like the live live stuff uh-huh. so like mm. tours have been postponed to next year Events, weddings, um, I guess birthdays, um, corporate stuff. Yeah. All like been at a standstill. Mm. So it's been interesting, but it's also been like um um a kind of learning moment for me because I've realized, you know what, I'm like gigging, gigging, gigging. But because COVID's happened, it's like put it all at like an automatic stop. So it's like, okay, oh. I need to rethink what am I actually doing? Am I living? Mm. For like, am I living for money or am I living for me? You know, oh, if you get okay. if you get what I mean. Like, even mm-hmm. though I'm still singing, but it made me like it made me um, return to what my main focus was and why I actually got into music, which is being an artist. You know. Yeah, no, I get that. Is that's quite a powerful and an interesting look because I guess you're just when you're just gigging like that, you're just going through the motions. You're not really taking it in uh, or doing the aspects of it that you truly love. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, just the first topic, we always start. So we didn't even get to introduce you. So tell mm-hmm. the people who you are. Um, yeah, give us the rundown. Let's, let's start from the beginning. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is um, years in the, this is years in the making. I know, right? <laughs> um, um, awkward. Um, so I'm Anu. But as you guys might know me by a different name. <clears throat> my birth name anyway um and i'm a singer songwriter and um yeah i'm an artist yeah i'm not sure what else you want me to say I'm no no that's, that's fine like that is no no that Perfect. is great um i guess it's just like what is your calling card is what we'd use this section to do but like so tell us about your career so far was it like what when was the moment for you that you're like you know what this singing thing this is my bag this singing thing. Um, so uh, it's a long story. So I'll keep it. I'll try to keep it short and sweet. Mm. Um, so I did performing arts from a young age, but then I guess um, I went to church when I was younger. As you guys probably all know, when if you can sing, they kind of push you towards like, or if you can play something, they push you towards joining the choir mm. or or some something like that. So I've been singing at church from a young age, but I didn't really have confidence. To like actually think, oh, I could be a singer. Until I went yeah. to performing arts school. And then I actually got um, like a lead role, role in like a show. And it was uh, as a man. <laughs> but it was like <laughs> a singing role. 
wow. But it was still, it was still, because there wasn't enough boys in my right. performing arts school. So, <laughs> so it was like Annie, the show Annie, and I was playing Rooster, like the bad guy. Okay. So, yeah, and I guess I remember like I had to learn a song called Easy Street where I had to sing and that was the first time that I had to like sing something solo and I was like, wow. I actually can sing. I can. I can maybe do this. And then yes. And then mm. church. Started singing in church, and it was the sort of church where you had to like share one mic with like two other people. Yeah. So no, you had I'm to kind of fight. <laughs> just to get on the. Just to get on the. <laughs> hey, yo, you know, know. Yeah, when I see that church politics. Come like, come like a clash, you know. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have to kind of fight to get your voice heard, and like harmonies you have to make sure you're on point it really trains your ear actually mm. oh, singing yeah, in church sure. so yeah, um, church, is, church is a crazy place man maybe letting people who can't sing sing up on there and it's just it's yeah. not but that you know that's a fact they, yeah. uh, it's not good and we need to tell these aunties like auntie you can't sing like come on <laughs> come on it's it's not even that it's when they're they're not on tempo like so you've been playing uh, like, yeah. for example i've been playing drums and then they just be playing on another tempo. It's just like, nah, and then you have to yo. slow it down just to catch them. And then you have to speed it up. My brother, he plays keyboard. So when he hears the wrong key, it's like, and he has to change mm. the keys. Yeah, yeah. It's just different. But yeah. it's, it's, it's really good training, though. I mm. think church is the best training ground. Because like, when you actually get into the industry, it's that easy. Because yeah. everyone yeah, should sure. be on key. But like, like you said, in church, you have to like play around. Maybe they're throwing songs at you in the service that like, we're gonna sing this song, but you never practice that, and it's like you have oh, to yeah. figure out how does it go again. So I think it's a really good training ground being mm. like a musician. I think if you want to learn how to play, go to church. You'll learn, you'll learn <laughs> a lot of hard chords, a lot of different tempos, a lot of different personalities. Yeah, all oh, in the name of yeah. God, you know. So for sure. Where did, yeah, what, no, what was the next step after that? Where did where did your journey take you after church? Um, so what did I do? So obviously like school was whatever. Study drama. Went convent, that was... Yeah, I went Grace Convent. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> the thing yeah. is, you're, you're talented in more than one way. Because I, I think the way we became friends is we used to uh, go to districts. And I remember you used oh, to... Oh, yeah! That's where we first became acquainted. Hey, yo, is that Annie Rapid? We were... <laughs> yeah, man. She, she was with it. Oh, yo! I forgot about that. I actually forgot about that. The fact that you're good at two things, what made you feel like, hmm, maybe, you know, singing is probably more so the the roots? You know what? It was by force. It actually was by force. Because I never, I never would have taken singing or acting seriously at all. Like, my family was so adamant that I was going to do athletics, like I'm going to be in the Olympics, like I'm going to be racing in 100 metres. That was the career that they wanted me to go in. Like I was training three times a week. I was always at competitions. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I would have the mad. best. Yeah, yeah. I was that was I what, genuinely that know that. I was meant to do. Me, I forgot. Versus well. Collins, one on one. One on one in the cage. Now Collins is the fastest person I've ever met in my life. No, she might really? win. She might win. I don't she think I ever... be Collins be walking quick, like nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I ever got that. One thing, the one thing I noticed about um, Annie is that she had like some really, for a female, yeah, just even for just males in general, but like you had really nice calves. Like they're just big. How do you the remember my is, calves? No, nah, it's because, you know what? It's just you game, you know? No, nah, nah, you know what? You wore kickers. You wore kickers. I remember you wearing kickers and I just saw your calves as well. So it just, it completes the thing. 
Like that's it's just something I remember, isn't it? Wow, it's that's mad. so funny. It's mad I remember that, but yeah, I hear that. Yo, I'm I'm dropping that. That's my game from now on. When clubs De- open, Dennis make, making notes. <laughs> you know, what? it's funny that you said that because my friend today, he's a man. He said that I've got really strong legs. And he was like, I've got really like. He was a bit like I'm a bit jealous of your legs because you've got really nice calves. So it's funny that you said that. Mad. <laughs> Yo, there's something there then. Yo, but catch me. Uh, <laughs> catch me outside being like, "Yo, you got nice calves, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's the best compliment a girl can get, but, really but I'll take it. It's a W to me. It's a W. <laughs> it's a W. But <laughs> um, yeah, so that's interesting. So you was gonna go down the route of athletics, and around what age would you say you just took a a U turn? So um, I think maybe I was like I can't remember. Maybe fourteen. Mm. I got hit by a car, like by a oh, drunk driver. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, it's all happening. Now, that's insane. Yeah, was, I got, that, was that a massive wake up call or something? Um, so, so basically, so my trainer was like, oh, I need to do extra fitness. And my mum was like, Come on, we'll go jogging. So I was literally jogging. And then my mum was like ahead of me. And then I was just, I was like, There was like an opening. So, like this. And I was like at the beginning mm. of the opening, like this. And all of a sudden, I see like a car, like kind of like staring me down. And I was thinking, What's this car doing? This is like 6 a.m. in the morning, by the way. Right. And then all of a sudden, this car goes, Vroom! And like aims for me, and then I think I just blacked out. And then anyway, the car like went over a bush and then into a house. And then I was just I, I blacked out. I was just on the floor. And then I literally ran, which is weird because I thought it was a drive-by. I think I was watching the bill or something the night before. <laughs> so I was like, oh, is this a drive-by? Because it was just Yo, so I random. You was Ricky, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was mad and then long story short like there was like two ambulances five police cars they had to cut the woman out of the car um i went to hospital um and basically i pulled ligaments in my leg and i feel mm. like that's worse than breaking your leg because it's like it's really hard to get the ligaments back again like strong yeah, again so then when i tried to get back into athletics like i'm quite I don't know. I think I was quite like if you're doing athletics, you're doing it to win. You're not doing it to lose or to come fourth or to no, come yeah, of course, yeah. third. And I was in the habit of either coming first or second or like top three anyway. Mm. So I guess when I started losing and and um, I was like, you know what? It's not for me. The, the hunger <laughs> actually goes, isn't it? Yeah, like I put on weight. I think I got really depressed as well. Probably like diagnosing myself now. I think I got depressed. I was sleeping a lot. I didn't really want to do anything. Mm-hmm. So um. Yeah, I just put on a lot of weight. And then whenever I do training, my trainer would be like, you need to lose weight. You need to, if you want to do lose weight. And I think the hunger just went. And whenever I was, I was just coming forth and I wasn't winning anymore. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's not by force. I'm yeah. not enjoying yeah. it anymore. And I think when you stop enjoying something, you should just quit while you're ahead. That's, no, yeah, it's interesting to know that. I even just didn't know about the car accident. So that's insane. Yeah. Bit nice. But, but that, that is something that would put you direct you into a, a different lane um so just out of interest what have been some of your career highlights like for you what's been you know that you look back on and you think wow i'm so happy i've done this so, so so i went to music school and i was like i can't remember 18 or something like a, it's like a private uni which basically just means mm. you pay pay a little bit to go mm. and um so i did that and then Basically, I thought like this was rubbish. It was, it was, a, mm, it wasn't a waste of money, but it was a waste of money. It was a lot of money <laughs> for for nothing, basically. Right. Not for nothing, but 
But yeah, anyway, I booked my first like pop gig from from my music school. So like, basically, they had like music industry opportunities, and I would just check it out because I just hated the music school. I was the only black girl there, which I just didn't understand. Like, mm. it's a music school. Why am I the only black person? Anyway, so that was number one. So I was like, that's when I knew this was a bit iffy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so <laughs> I was just trying to check out what opportunities that I could like utilize from being here. And I just saw like on the opportunity page, like, oh, these producers are looking for a singer to tour that to tour festival season. And I was like, I was like, oh, this looks rub- rubbish because it was like dance producers. So I was like, oh, this is crap. And then I went back and I was like, okay, something in my spirit was like, just go back, just look at it properly. I looked at mm. it properly and then I saw that they had like five million hits on YouTube or something. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should, maybe I should do this, see what, see what could happen. Mm. Anyway, I went for the audition and I, I, I thought I did really crap. I think I did actually. But anyway, I got it, which was mad. And then that was the, the beginning of kind of getting into the industry and the, the, music, uh, the music scene and the touring because I'd never toured mm. before. I'd never done lead vocals for like hundreds and thousands of people. So like we were doing arenas, we were doing like big festivals, we were doing TV gigs. And I was like this 19 year old that never done it before. Oh. And like, basically we had a rehearsal on like the Tuesday and Wednesday and then we had a gig on Saturday. And then they gave me the songs like a week before. And I was like, dude, this is like very intense. They're like, yeah, sink or swim. So I was like, oh, okay, that's nice. But anyway, I did it. And that was like my first ever like sort of, major opportunity which was just which was yeah nuts and yeah it was mm. nuts it was yeah one of the highlights anyway that's yeah it's interesting but it's I guess it's more what I found the most interesting from that story is the fact that it came from the school even though you didn't necessarily like the school yeah yeah funny enough yeah <laughs> so the school will not have give that many opportunities because that's quite interesting you wouldn't recommend uh, other people going there I'd assume the thing is, yeah, with the industry, I think the more, the less you rely on people, the better it is for you. So mm. I think, so for example, I think it was like nine grand a year or something like that, or maybe Man. more, I can't remember. I know, for two years, Lord knows how much money I owe. But anyway, so, so yeah, so I just think I would have rather paid someone who like mm. knows how to produce, knows how to songwrite, knows how to like, knows everything and paid them five grand or something to teach me maybe once a week or twice a week the ins and out of the industry how to produce how to write how to better myself as an independent artist you know than going Mm. to a school and paying nine grand and not and sleeping in class you know Mm. yeah 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 but it's it's interesting the trajectory that you've been on um and now to the point where it is your job like you can you're actually gigging you're actually writing like this is your day job now isn't it yeah like I'm I'm grateful you know because it's funny like when I started music school I was like I'm never gonna sing at a wedding I'm gonna be the UK Beyonce world domination yeah. like those were like the sort mm. of um, ambitions I had and then look now I run my own business singing at weddings you know mm. like there's yeah. no shame in it it's just ego you know you like you have to do especially as a musician you have to think very quick mm-hmm. and think how am I gonna make money from this because a lot of artists for a few years don't make money. They invest thousands. And sometimes they don't always get that back. Yeah. yeah. People kind of underestimate how big the industry is. Like, it's not necessarily just one route where you yeah. have to just become the biggest artist in the world. There's so no, many pockets you can actually exist in. 100%. Like, writing, you can make so much money from being a ghostwriter. Even ghost vocals. 
yeah, there's a lot of tracks I've sung on that I haven't been featured on, but I've made money from um, teaching, um, singing at weddings, singing at corporate. Um, there's there's so much, there's so many avenues that you can go down. Touring, being a touring musician, like so many avenues. Mm, think what about is, that. Uh, like. What is what is ghost? Uh, ghost singing. What is that? So like, um, so what's a popular dance song you guys know? I don't know. Okay, so like Cheryl Cole is a good example. So I know a singer called AME, and she added some vocals to one of Cheryl Cole's tracks and didn't get. And basically, it's just as Cheryl Cole or like someone else, um, Aaliyah, not uh, not Aaliyah, Ashanti did a lot of ghost vocaling for J Lo. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yo, J Lo is robbed. Okay. Yeah. That's like the situation with um, Justin Timberlake and Crimea River. Yeah, with um, Ma- uh, Marsha. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She did a lot of like vocals. I don't know if she was quoted on it. Was she? She wasn't quoted at all. Yeah. But that, that's the thing that that's the industry. Like, you either say it's one thing, so you get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a session fee, and then you get um the royalties, like a percentage, mm. and you just don't get feet. But you've agreed though to not get featured on like you've agreed to not be named do you get i mean or you could be named you could be featured on it uh, and not get a percentage but get a session fee Mm -hmm. so like a buyout yeah so there's a lot of different ways you can go about things so i think it just depends on what you want to gain from the track or that opportunity that's nuts yeah i guess that's even what calling the song i hate live and direct uh aj AJ tracy would like for example georgia smith's vocals are on that is that another example but she's not even featured on that oh is she not no not that Uh, i know of i don't know the tune but sometimes um people uh yeah sample tracks so like Mm -hmm. they but so they they do a buyout you know so they're licensing the sample do you get what i mean so paying Mm. to use that sample so Mm. like you know how you hear a lot of tracks like maybe arena grande was it the way the like the keys in it, or what's another song that's like been sampled? I don't know. Like, there's a lot of songs that have been sampled, but you just pay a licensing fee to use mm. that sample, basically. Mm-hmm. Or you have to Some like credit it to that the estate. Because I think she did. Um, she sampled Wu Tang Clan, I think, on her oh, okay. albums. Ariana Grande sampled Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, so you will see the credit of that appear on like protect your neck, which is interesting. Like the the <laughs> yeah. music industry business, as far as like how. People make money. It's very um, as binding as people think. So it's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, even on the topic of Ariana Grande, what's that song she did? Seven Rings. She had to give money to what's the film? Oh, it's escaped me now. But she had to give. I think ninety percent of the royalties had to go to the film. Oh yeah. So she hardly steal anything from it. Ninety <laughs> percent. Something crazy like that. That's, that's what's the know. point of doing the song? That's There's no point. Even I mean, blurred, blurred lines. They they lost that that lawsuit, didn't they? Yeah, they I, I, I didn't get that one. That was just. It's because it's um the. They said it in the foundation of the song. No, I'm not trying to hear that. Uh, I think I think they had a case, but like it's not, you, I, I, It was not strong. If you do that, that ruins music because then you could just do that for everything. Like what so do you many mean? people. On, like so many people are inspired by a particular song, or pre- nothing. Yeah. Nothing under the sun is new. So, what well, you can't—that's ridiculous. You can't say, "Oh, that um, 
just because they were inspired or it feels like it has the energy of that song for that reason you know they they deserve peas that that doesn't make sense to me but i do get what you mean but like there's only so many chords as mm, well yeah exactly i think that was the one thing yeah and it's it's only and it's only as you said um musicians they have a trained ear so once they hear that it's like nope that's my stuff you need to give me Mm. my royalties yeah. yeah, but there's there's always so many lawsuits like that that you see every day. Like, oh, the they took the chords from my song, and then like, it's, there's nothing. There's not really a case, but it's interesting. But you know, there was another one that Katy Katy Perry that Dark Horse song. Did you hear mm. about that one? Mm, yeah. yeah, where she where um there was another producer or artist, and he wasn't obviously as big as her, but she like catted it. Like hundred yeah. percent, like the yeah. Basically, it was a or something like that. It was a Christian song. Oh yeah, a Christian song, and then she took the Christian song, and then obviously, if you so look at the video, it looks, yeah. So um, <laughs> flipped it. That's wild. <laughs> Can you probably yeah. be born again as well? I'm not. I'm so I'm shocked. <laughs> well, I don't know. They all they all uh, say that Lady Gaga as well, don't they? They all say they're born again. I'm not hearing that. Lady Gaga is not born again, but I definitely know <laughs> Kate Perry comes from a Christian family. So all that yeah. she was doing in dark, the Dark Horse video, I'm not here for it. Yikes. Yeah, I don't know. I think with the industry, they all start, isn't it? Justin Bieber, they all start holy, holy, and then... Before you know. Mm, yeah. What can you but do? I guess... Yeah. <clears throat> what are you going to say, Colin? I was going to ask uh, Annie, like, what is, like, because I remember you, you put out a video not so long ago, maybe like a week or two ago, just talking about, like, being in the industry and, like, your experiences and stuff like that. I just wanted to ask you, like, as a, like, a black woman, what's your experience been? Do you feel, like, jaded to some degree from how you've been treated in the industry? Because even myself working in the industry, maybe obviously not from your perspective, from a financial perspective, I see certain things and it makes me raise my eyebrows because, you know, the music industry makes a lot of money off of black people. So mm. being an actual artist, how do you feel the industry has been towards you as a whole? Um, that's the thing because everyone's, um, everyone's experience is different. But then when I speak to other fellow black girls, they're like, I understand you, sis. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but the thing is, though, I'm very, I'm very, um, I'm a strong believer in what you speak comes into life. and as they teach you in the, in the Bible, you know, God spoke, God spoke the world into existence. So I'm very on, like, your words are powerful. Of course. And I don't mm. like to make things my reality, you know. So I do, I do try to avoid that stigma of, oh, I'm a black girl, so I'm not marketable. Mm. But, but, um, but, but black girls are marketable. Look at, like, Ari Lennox, like, Summer Walker, like, Erica Badu, Jill Scott. Um, mm. I don't even know, Georgia Smith. Okay, she's not really, like, black. But... <laughs> But if you get what I mean, like we are, we are, yeah, she's black. We, yeah. we are marketable. I need that. So I just, it's just, um, it's just, it's like people need to have the bravery to step out of like the stereotypical, I don't know, like the Mabels of the world. Like I've done backing vocals for Mabel, like mm. I think mm. maybe three or four years ago when she was first up and coming. Yeah. And I promise you that, like, you know, I even congratulate her when I see her performing now because she has grown so much as an artist. Because when I was working with her, um, <laughs> what I thought wasn't, wasn't, wasn't sellable, you know, wasn't. Course, yeah. And I even had, no, not even trying to be mean. Like, I'm quite, like, I like people to win. 
but like I remember inviting like an industry person to uh, so I did Great Escape in Brighton which is like a thing for up and coming artists to do like mm. when they um kind of showcase themselves to industry people and I had a few mm. industry people come down and watch the show because I was doing back and vocals for her and they were like they don't even see it like they didn't understand like they didn't see what yeah. what 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 the thing was because really she wasn't she wasn't really strong vocally whatever but I remember her team saying she's the next R and B star she's the next R and B this she's the next R and B that and I remember being on my on the phone to my mum that night being like mum this is just so unfair like I just don't get it I'm someone that can actually sing and I know Yo. like no 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 but I'm not even trying to be shady because because well done to her. But it was like, mum, I just don't understand. I was just on the phone and I was like, I'm so confused how you can find someone as the next R&B star when they couldn't even hold a note, you know? And it, that, was, that was, like, confusing to me. She's like, improved now. And she's also a product of nepotism because I know her mum was a singer as well. Yeah, yeah. And her dad's a producer for, like, Massive Attack mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm. And I've heard that she's got, like, a 20 grand studio in her house or whatever, like... You know, and that and that helps. That's no, a, yeah, of course. That's a big Yo. major help. You know, um, but sorry, Collins, going back to your right. going back to your question. Um, I, I've been in so obviously the song that I did on my Instagram, just talking about my experience where I've been in meetings with people that like, yeah, you sound great, you look great, your voice is amazing. Like, we'd love to work with you. What you're not signed, you're not managed. We'd love to work with you. A few weeks later, nothing. But mm. then I see that you signed another artist that looks way different mm. to me yeah. and it's just that's fine but then don't sell me dreams don't get me to p- buy a travel card ticket into london to come meet you and to come to mm. where's my reimbursement for my travel card then you know but um but yeah that's happened to me many many a times and it's been a bit disheartening but you just can't take it personal you just have yeah, to have a lot of tough skin punches. and yeah, keep it moving. And, and I think I've been a firm believer of, you know what, just release good music and opportunities will come to you. Um, yeah, so I just think, I don't believe in like chasing, chasing, chasing things because that's what I, that's what I used to do, chase, chase, chase. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I felt like it worked better when, you know what, let your work speak for itself and people will come and people that are meant to work with you will stay, you know? Yeah, mm. absolutely. Even like you saying that, I remember, cause I listen to a lot of podcasts, right? And I listened to a Joe Bodden podcast a few months ago and Rory played one of your songs as a sleeper. And I um, was like, holy shit, like, how the hell oh, did that happen? Oh, was you listening to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I that's remember, amazing. It was a song, you were like a feature on it. I can't remember who the guy, yeah, yeah. guy was. Yeah, and I was like, wow, like, how on earth does something like uh, that Yo, what a time to be alive. So, oh, <laughs> like, these things, you gotta, you got to, like, work hard and put the music out and eventually people will, will gravitate towards it naturally. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. No, I'm actually really happy for you on that because we're massive fans of the Joe Bottom podcast. So for yeah, to even know that you, that's that's when you know you that like you're doing the right thing, you're on the right track. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think yeah, I don't know. You just got to try your best. Go as far as you can see. Then when you're there, you can see further. You know, mm. and your opportunities will come. More stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Are you uh, making music at the moment? So the song that you heard on Joe Biden's podcast, I've actually done like a 2020 remix of it, mm-hmm. kind of, just to, mm. just so that I can um, release it as my own. Um, because that was a feature for a producer, but the song's really good, so I thought I'd just release it as my own. So 
I'm basically releasing a single in July, July the 31st. I haven't promoted it yet, but we'll see. And um, it's with these uh, Turkish producers, they're called Flytone. So I've done three tracks with them. I'm releasing them as singles. And then I'll just see what happens. I'm going to do music videos. So I'm just going to push it as far as I can. It's very like mm. R&B, Neo Soul. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how... Sorry if you can hear singing. It's just my friend. Um, we'll see. We'll see how... We'll see, we'll see how it goes, but yeah, I'm just going to try my best to push it, get a fan base up, just make good music. And I feel like when you make good music, people here, like people are always watching, you know, mm. people are always watching, people are always on the lookout for like the next thing, the next good thing to get it before it's popping. So by God's grace, hopefully I'll be one of them. No, definitely. That's a, f- yeah. No, that's so interesting. You just got to keep working at it. I mean, I just, my thing would be, or my question to you is, how would you des- describe yourself? Like, what genre would you say you work in? I guess it'd be R&B, would you say? That's the thing. And that's another thing that I hate. I hate that, like, the industry wants you to put you in a niche so badly. Like, they mm. want to label you so badly, and I just don't understand why. Because I'm some, I've got a very versatile voice. Like, I can do dance. I can do house. I could probably even do rock if I wanted to. I could do mm. indie if I wanted to. I could do folk if I wanted to I could do R&B I can do soul I can do neo so I can do it all if I wanted to yeah however it's like the industry wants you to fit into a box they want you to be that so that they can market you and and push you out as that but I think I don't know people listen to such a vast um genre of music nowadays and I don't know like Lucky Day he's an artist that if you heard his like last album it was just full of so many different genres kind of kind of different vibes and it was like okay okay that's kind of cool and people and people mess with him people love his stuff so mm. i think i've got a soulful voice i wouldn't even say i'm r&b but i just add that in there just to get more people listening because i think if you say you're r&b more people are like interested but yeah. i think mm. i'm mostly like my voice is so soulful so that's where i gravitate to i guess yeah i mean do you ever do um because <clears throat> I, I, there's one of my friends um and he's the producer and he produces. He says he's he's off like the Afro beats. He doesn't want to do Afro beats. Oh, okay. Why not? What um, happened? Because he said there's no money in it. To be honest. He said there's no money in it. <laughs> no, but but, but there's hits. Afro beats can create hits. Yes, there's hits. But he says there's money in other things as well. And he like says what, there's the, more what money. How like whatever house. it is house. What what is it? It's the the. Drum and bass. Unto, I, I don't want to call it unto, unto music. music. You gotta call it unto yeah. Music. But he says there's money in that, and I was like, okay, then whatever. Really? And um, like for example, him and his him and his wife, like they both make music, and I listen to his wife wife's um, songs, and they actually sound amazing. And the amazing. thing is, I don't I don't think that would be like her type of music because I know that she can sing in different, uh, different types of genres. Mm-hmm. Would you mm. be able to go into that field as well? Like the unsolved music? You know what's so funny? Like, I've had so many... I've had so... You, it's like you guys are, like, speaking things that have happened or happening in my life. I've had, like, mm. two producers that oof, oof, oof music literally hit me up. And you know what? I said, yes. I was like, let's do it. Because yeah. I don't... I think, yeah, wherever there's an opportunity, just go get it. Because you, mm. you never know, like, what can land into another thing. Because like, I did a session with MJ Cole and, and he released it as a song. He didn't put me as a feature artist, which is a bit annoying. But, like, that's kind of like, oof, 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 oof music. Mm. But, like, it's nearly got a million streams on Spotify. Do you right. know what I mean? So it's like, 
I think just go where opportunities lie and then figure mm. it out from them. Just see what happens. I think if you like the tune, cool. If you don't, then just don't feature on it. But have you ever I'm made not, a song and not liked yeah? it? I'm sure, I mean, I guess you must have, but have you ever made a tune and you thought, or been a part of a song and been, yo, that is recycled. Yeah, <laughs> I'm double down. But have you have you ever been in that situation? Uh, or do you yeah, look back so, now and be like, oh no, that's, that song ain't it? That's probably something that happens a bit more. Well, so so basically, though, I was working with these t- this team of people, and this is when I wasn't very confident in myself and musically. Mm-hmm. So then they were basically telling me like listen to Summer Walker, you need to write like her, you need to write like this person, you need to write like that person. And me mm. personally, I don't think that's the right way to go in developing an artist. Right. I think you should let the artist be who you are, who they are, and let them figure it out, figure out their own sound. But I think when yeah. you're telling someone to sound, listen to Summer Walker, like analyse how she writes and how she sings and copy that, that's rubbish. No one needs another mm. Summer Walker. We've already got one, exactly. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but anyway, so these people that I was working with, they were very, they very much wanted me to sound a certain way. And I remember I wrote, I wrote to this beat and it was very like, kind of like sassy, like playful. And then basically they were like, no, we don't like it because it's not commercial enough. So then they got a writer in without me even knowing. They got a writer in that wrote the whole song and were like, demo this. So I demoed that and that's now the tune. And, um, and like, even now when I sing it, sing it and stuff it's that oh it's a bit disheartening because it doesn't feel like me but mm. I think sometimes I don't know I think I think now that I'm a bit older I think I'm, I've got less of an ego I'm just more mm. into let's see what happens right vibe and if I did want to release that other version I could you know but let's just see what happens I'm I'm just I'm yeah. a lot more easier now I don't have an ego let's just have fun see what happens but I'm a firm believer believer of if you're not happy with something don't do it yeah you know, don't let anyone force you to do something you don't want to do basically yeah no that is a in, that's a very interesting way of looking at it and going about it as well like I'd, yeah i think you have to do you find yourself having to put your foot down and being like yo that's not something i want to be involved in or the, a situation going a certain way and you just have to back out of it um yeah i have said no a lot to things but I think I'm a lot more easy going now. I think I'm mm. just like, let's just see what happens. But if it's very compromising to me, then no, I won't do it. Like if someone's telling yeah. me to like sing about sex or sing about something like d- demonic or something or be be sucking someone's blood or something in the music, I don't know. So obviously, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or I was like, say, no, or I'm like trying to get anyone drill. Anyone a drill beat? No, I need that. <laughs> But if you get what I mean, like anything yeah. that's sort of compromising to like my morals or like what mm. I believe in, then no. Okay, so we won't be singing on a drill beat. No, or maybe I'll be singing positively on a drill beat. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, I'm trying to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but not that. But yeah, I guess that is good in that you don't bend your morals or you don't you don't put yourself in uncomfortable positions, which is. Good, because I think the industry will allow for that or put you in a position where that could happen. Um, yeah. So I guess just out of interest, because uh, we want to discuss R&B, old and new. When, what do you think for you? I mean, not that I want to put you in a hole, or, you know, but I'd, I'd assume you enjoy R&B. I'm just trying to get your opinion on what's better, old R&B or the new stuff? 
old. Yeah. What about you I'm guys? Not... What do you think? No, I'm not. I'm not here for new R and B. Actually, sometimes I like it. Like Summer Walker, I'd agree is is good, but no, nah, it's definitely back in the day. That's when it was thriving. So who's so okay? Compare like a certain artist. Who's like an old school artist that you would listen to or that you vibe with? Uh, I don't know. See, that's a tough one because for Cause me, I can, I, I, yeah, yeah. What was you gonna say? No, because I'm just trying to think of like some what Aaliyah. I guess that's kind of like old school R and B, like Donald mm. Jones, like TLC, TLC yeah. vibes, like um, just like Brandy. Mm. Um, See, man, what are you trying to say? Yeah, but I'm just trying to name artists. What about you? No, I was just gonna say the one name, but. His name oh, don't say his name. Don't do it. <laughs> you, who? <laughs> who? Right, Donald Jones. He's an usher. Hey, yo, usher's fine. Yeah. What are you going to say, man? You're on it here. His name doesn't have to be mentioned. But I do like um, Marion. Yo, this like, point must be a bad. <laughs> I do like um, Jagged Edge as well. Oh, yeah. Is it breezy? No, no, not Breezy. Oh, okay. oh, Chris Brown. Is Chris Brown old school R and B though? Not necessarily. He's like two thousands, isn't he? Probably. That's that's the yeah, thing. Like I've I've never really like delved into old school R and B. Like as far as I can go, I'll probably listen to like what my brother was listening to. And that yeah. Was Jagged Edge at that time, like he vibed with Jagged Edge. But yeah. um, I don't I don't think I could go any further than that. Um, maybe if I was just curious and I wanted to know. I might go a bit further, but I would probably say new school just because I've never really been a full R&B individual. Yeah, I've I hear that. I've always been towards hip-hop. So currently at the moment, I, I really, really enjoy Sir. Oh, I love him. Yeah, I really enjoy Sir. So I, I would say him. new school at the current moment but just because of what I am currently listening to and what I have listened to. Yeah. Are your Sir's brothers an industry plan? What do you wow. mean by that? Oh, what? Uh, do you smoke, right? Homeboy run one rhythm and uh, flow like I'm an idiot. And then... <laughs> like, what do you mean? That vexes me, man. Don't play... Don't what do you mean? Just, I don't just, get it. What do you mean? I don't get what? it. Do you smoke? Like, his whole family is famous, isn't it? His mum, like, Yeah, they're all musical, for... right? No, nah, I'm not trying to hear it. It was meant to be, like, an opportunity for... It was meant to be X Factor, basically. And then D Smoke was trying to act like he's a regular, a regular degular. Regular day, yeah. <laughs> and I think they won 250,000. And then he just gave it back to his community, which is good. But oh. my man um, didn't need the, need the peas. Your bro, your bro, sir. Like, I know what you're on. CDE affiliate. For real. Uh, I do get what you mean. So he used the show for publicity, basically. Because that's what they did with Leonie Lewis and X Factor. She was already signed. They just used her. They just got her to win to get more publicity. That's what they do for a lot of these these artists now. Yeah. Nah. The game is done. Oh yeah, they do that a lot. They do. They've they've already signed these artists and they get them to do the TV show. That like even um I met with someone recently and they they had they they manage an artist and they said they tried to put her forward for The Voice. And they said you're guaranteed finals. You're guaranteed to get to the finals. Wow. But then obviously they don't. Know, they can't um, say that she's going to win because they can't rig votes. Because if like Ofcom or something, then 
goes and, and inquires, yeah. then they might be in trouble. No. Um, but yeah, they can guarantee. So like if yo. I was on X Factor and I was signed by Simon Cow, no one maybe if no one knew, he could guarantee that I'll get to the finals, you know? Leona Lewis made me believe in the competition, man. No, you yeah, telling me signed. she was signed. For real, dog. Yeah. Wait, was she signed, let's say, at auditions or was she signed before she even went to auditions? Auditions. She was like, it was all a ploy to get, like, go on X Factor nah, and you'll get the fan base. Crazy. Oh. But that's a smart, yeah, that's that's a smart business model when you think about it from a business Very perspective. Very smart. Yeah. Because you're just kind of skipping on the jargon. And you're effectively you know, just getting a public uh, public perception to side with the artist and build an audience that way. So I would never have known. It makes sense. For Game real, dog. Homegirl yeah. is going psycho already with Simon. Like, what? That's insane. Uh, they had them in an entanglement, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming today. I didn't know when. <laughs> but, yeah, that's just how the game is now. Crazy. Nah, it is rigged. Nah, I've been robbed. That's 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 insane to me. The game's a game, though. Wow. You, know, you gotta play it sometimes. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree, but I think there's a way to play it as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. Nah, I'm 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 shocked. Right, really? So- there's worse. There's more injustices than that. To be honest, that happened in that in that whole TV thing. You know, I've done TV, right? Like I've done a show, right? What show did you do? Uh, Britain's Got Talent, isn't it? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> where, where were you, Debbie? <laughs> Boy, I've been doing a lot sometimes. And you look shocked. Like, how do you not know this? She does this thing. <laughs> she does this. No, the thing is, that was, and that was even, that was from my music school as well. Right. So, okay. yeah. Which, what was your funny experience because- with that? Mm-mm. So let's 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 begin. Yo, so it's, <laughs> yo, this, so was, it's fun. this is a an insane episode. And you bringing the tea? I know. I, I I think I should have thought about this. I'm not sure I should be saying all this. All this, all this you know. Hopefully this won't um corrupt my future, my career in the future. But anyway, it is what it is. It's just my experience. But um yeah. So my music school is funny because they pioneer that you should do a TV show. It's not good. It's not credible to be an original artist, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then I see like so on this industry page, I see like an opportunity saying that we're looking for session singers, like gospel singers, looking for Justin Bieber type singer, looking mm-hmm. for like um, Beyonce type singer. So I'm just thinking, okay, let me just do this and see, see whatever. I do it now. Three people, they're like, oh, we love you, great voice. I was like, okay, cool. They're like, oh, so you've never done a TV show before? And I was like, no, it's not my cup of tea. And then they're like, why not? And I was like, because I feel like they would chew me up and spit me back out. And that's exactly, mm. it's like I spoke it into existence. That's exactly what happened. And then long story short, I found out that there were um, scouters for Britain's Got Talent. So mm. these people specifically go to music schools, specifically go to areas to audition people that don't even know they're auditioning mm-hmm. for, for a mm. TV show. And that they oh. take the like kind of the young and naive, because I was young and naive. I didn't know what I was doing getting yeah. into and I didn't even want to do it um but like you know people that aren't in the industry like my family or like friends will be like, it's a great opportunity da, 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 da. you know why you'd be an idiot not to do it so I did it and um but I was very um uh I, I didn't want to do it so I was very like not very mm. enthusiastic about it anyway so like 
yeah, I, d- I did it. They told they were trying to tell me what to wear on the audition audition day. They told me what to sing on the audition day. Um, what did they want me to sing? I can't remember what they wanted me to sing, but they wanted me to sing a specific song, dress a certain way. And I had tonsillitis, so my voice was not very good. And um, so I just sung. They wanted me to sing Christina Aguilera, A Voice Within. And obviously, mm. to sing a Christina Aguilera song, your voice needs to be over, yeah. like, yeah. needs to be well. And obviously, I was like, I can't sing that. So I just sung whatever I wanted. And then, um, yeah, so, and then weirdly, I got through. Don't even know how. Anyway, so then I got through to the other stage, got through to the semifinals, don't know how. Um, but, but basically, so the semifinals, they, they told me what I had to wear. They told me what I had to sing again. Like, I just didn't have my identity whatsoever. Mm. And, um, and yeah, it was just a whole, oh yeah, they told me that Simon loves you. Like, you're going to be in the top. Like, he really wants you to win. Da, 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 da. Like, and it's just so funny because these people are so up your ass. Like, they want to please you so badly. And then when you get, when you've done the job that they want you to do, it's like, who are you? Mm. I knew who? Yeah. Who's that again? It's like, you're not, you're not relevant anymore. And then when but, you um, make it, they're just going to use your name for like, oh yeah, she was on this show. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Basically. But I wouldn't advise, I don't think I'd advise TV shows unless you know, unless you have an in, unless you yeah. know someone in there or unless you're signed and they're going to orchestrate it to your benefit. And as well, you can't you can't um, control your your story. You can't control how they depict you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like another thing I heard as well. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I think as well for those TV shows, like especially when I was on it, I was so naive. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about Britain's Got Talent really. I didn't yeah. know how to utilize it. But like these other young boys that were like young white boys, they were utilizing the heck out of it. And I think a couple of them even got signed from yeah. it. So it was like, mm. but the thing is, as well, you need to remember the audience that watches Britain's Got Talent and what they're, who thrives in that sort of show. Yeah. And yeah. I think, and I think when I think about it now, if I utilize, if I marketed myself probably a bit more like better or pop or something, I don't know, maybe I would have done better, but I, did, I just, I don't even feel like that's even my target market anyway. For sure. You know? yeah, I, I don't even know if those shows do for like, unfortunately, black people. You saw, uh, what's that girl that came out recently and just talked about her time on Next Factor? I was like, Oh, Alexandra Burke, yeah. Well, she had, a, but there was another one. Um, Talisa went in on her. I'm just like, Oh, oh me yeah, should attitude. be, me should be, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Your attitude backstage stinks. Like, it was just terrible to see. Um, it weren't even anything to do with music. And you could see how much of an impact that had. So it's like, you can't even feel those shows don't care about. Um, black people sometimes and there's just a narrative that they want to run yeah 100% 100% like that's and that's what I'm saying if you're going to do a TV show you need to be strong and you, but yeah. I think you need to have an in you need to have someone that's fighting for you like for example yeah. if you've got Simon Cowell on your side who runs the show who runs the producers or whatever then you will not get taken advantage of but I think if you're just going in there like hoping for the best you'll, yeah. you'll get a big shock yeah Okay, so just want to get, uh, we're halfway through the year, so I just want to get everyone's um, albums of the year so far. So um, it's interesting to have a singer and someone who's in the industry on the show um, and also be able to get Annie's perspective on what's been some albums she's listened to and enjoyed. So I'll give, I'll give you guys the floor. What's some albums you've been rocking with this year? Um... I really like, I'm obviously 
into rap. So I really like Freddie Gibbs' album, mm. um, Alfredo. And I like The Weeknd's new album as well. But besides those two, there's nothing's really like, you know, grabbed me this year. It's been quite a slow year mm. for me. Yeah. But those two come to mind. And what are you saying? Obviously, I think my genre is quite different to you guys because I don't listen to hip hop. Um, at all. <laughs> so, no, I'm just not. Fair I'm, quite, I'm not saying hip hop is not positive, but I'm quite. I'm quite a like. Um, I'm very um, <laughs> cautious of what I'm inputting in my yeah, ears. I got you. I hear that. Yeah. So I'm very like anything that's like N word or F this or not. There's I'm probably stereotyping, but I'm very cautious about what I intake. Um, mm. And I'm very, I like listening to singers. Like, I love, like, listening to vocalists. And I'm very, I'm, I'm li- I hear lyrics and I really like being touched by songs and yeah. stuff. Um, but I've been listening to the album that I've been rinsing is Chloe and Halle. You know, they've got mm-hmm. signed to yeah, Beyonce. Yeah, those are, yeah. They're, they're signed to Beyonce. Yeah, like, yeah, I think they're, like, signed. Yeah, they've specifically got signed by, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z or something like that. Oh, they're about to be out of here then. Yeah, no, they're, they're very different. Like, you guys should have a chance. Like, if you have a chance, listen to their stuff. It's I'm very sure. different. Like, it's not a stereotypical Summer Walker, even like a Tiana Taylor, or even like Chris Brown. It's very different. It's different. Yeah, it's interesting. I can't describe what they do. Like, that Do It song, I do like it. Um, yeah. But I, I, couldn't, I couldn't box them into anything, really. That's the thing, and that's what I like about them. It's that sometimes they're quite orchestral or, like, oper- operatic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're a little bit like indie, um, a bit pop. Like it's quite cool what they do, and and their songs are very sassy. It's very like female empowerment, so maybe that's why you mm. guys probably won't feel it. What were the chords? Yes, yeah, I'm I'm very all about female empowerment songs and sassy songs and telling men to like bog off. I'm very because some men are trash, so I'm very that about. Bag. No, I'm not really into Lizzo. It's a bit too much for me. Or like Megan the Stallion. I'm not. It's a bit too gruesome. It's too <laughs> much. Megan is getting me. on my nerves, man. Why? <laughs> nah, just like I really liked her at the start, but I don't know. There's just something. I don't. I, I can't. I can't describe it. You know, when something's just too much, and she's not really switching it up, so that might be also what's annoying. It's funny because I've got a friend that used to be obsessed with Megan and she was like, now she's like done with her because she's not evolved as an artist. All she talks mm. about is that men and fucking penis or whatever, that she's a bad bee. <laughs> she's like, she's done. She wants her to evolve mm-hmm. as yeah. an artist and she feels like she hasn't. So she's not, she's not into her anymore, which is interesting. You said that as well. Which is interesting because it's the, the reason I think Cardi B might stick around for a while because I can actually give you present someone three cardi b songs and a lot of them might not necessarily be the same like i like it is completely different to bodak yellow yeah 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 if you've heard one megan the stallion song you've heard them all (laughs) that's interesting yeah i get what you mean i get what you mean she definitely needs to evolve i think for me my album of the year the album i've really enjoyed this year has been uh, pop smoke. I know it's a bit early to say, especially because it just came out. But I think at the end of the year, that will be an album I will, you know, continue to give praise. But I think Collins, it's interesting what you say. You're kind of right. It has been a slow year in the sense that people haven't wanted to release. I get the feeling because of COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. The release schedule has been absolutely torn to bits, especially with a lot mm. of the uh, 
I guess smaller acts because they might not reap the benefits of dropping right now. Mm. Whereas you know they, they can't score. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whereas a few big acts still dropped and it won't necessarily change their trajectory too much. So mm. probably why things are a bit quiet overall. Hey man, what are you what are you saying? I have Are no you frozen? Oh you, what you don't have a you don't have a choice. It's not that I have a choice. I have plenty of choices. I just don't have a specific one. Ah, uh, there's one you can't there's pick. So, I mean, just so say... Just... Albums have, there's so many albums that have come out this year that I personally listen to, that I vibes with. Mm. Like, for example, there's a Tion Wayne album, um, West Side Gun. There's, yeah, there's, there's just a, a bunch of albums that I've listened to that I cannot just say in particular. One has been my favourite. Mm. Um, when I've been listening to like on a regular, uh, I would say J Electronica. That's that's probably. Well, you're going back to that. Listened. Yeah, I've been back to that several times. I've I've listened to it and I really do enjoy it. I enjoy that yeah. album probably more than some of the stuff I listen to, just because it's, to me it's not necessarily like the album. It's not. It's not the stereotypical hip hop. It's yeah. almost storytelling itself. Um, mm, okay. Songs that do have that sort yeah. of vibe. So I would say that's yeah, probably like, yeah. my album that I've been listening to the most, and I'll probably say it's the favorite album so far. Um, okay. But it's not. It's not my final answer though. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the year, it'll be interesting to see whatever um, everyone says and chooses again. Um, and yeah, have you heard of Celeste? Yeah, I have. What, what do you think of her voice? Is she that mixed race chick that has that hair? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I haven't invested in her too much. Mm-hmm. But what are your no? Uh, why? What are your thoughts on her? I think she's got a really amazing voice. Like I've not heard. Like I've to listen to her. I've heard a few acts come out from the UK as of late because we had some. Mm type of event thing where they just chuck a bunch of up-and-coming artists on the stage and she appeared yeah. in front of us and I was like wow she's actually got I've not heard anybody in that type of pocket for mm. a while and like I feel like she has the potential to be quite big pretend like pretending on a couple of things but I she's from Brighton isn't it uh, I, I'm not sure I think so oh yeah okay yeah but yeah she sounds she's got a really nice voice I have to listen to her because what is it is it quite soulful yeah I'd say so I'd say so. I, th- I think I have listened to her, but is it quite out there or not really? Nah, more like slow paced, um, very like deep lyrics, but really like really different. She's not like a typical um, mainstream type music thing. Mm. Okay. Good. I think she. Because didn't she win like the Brit Awards or something? She won like new up and coming artists. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Um, yeah, I'll have to listen. I'll have to listen. The thing is so funny though. The thing is with me, I don't know why now, but I actually prefer to listen to black artists. I don't know if it's like kind of sly racism that I'm doing. I don't know. But I feel like now it's like I really want to support like black artists because I have like black males um, as, sing- as, as friends that are singers. And even they have the same struggle as well, where it's like people don't know how to market them unless it's grime or drill, right. you know? So mm. it's like I really want to support the kind of the the underdogs you know i really want to listen to like 
yeah I don't know I just for some reason it's like, it's like even the other day like I heard a song I was like oh the song's good and I thought it was a white girl I was like oh I don't want to listen to it which is really bad which I need to get out of that habit <laughs> it was like if, if you're gonna sit, like I don't know it's, it's not very good <laughs> it's not good I don't but, think it's not it's not that it's bad if you want to hear people tell their story and you want their, to be able to relate to it so you might be yeah. you know something that I think I can't relate to Cheryl Cole you know what I mean like <laughs> yo Five 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 because she wasn't the original member. Say word. Didn't yeah, write nothing. No, she, she was added in. Yeah. It's all about marketing and branding. What, did she not write honest. London Bridge? She, didn't, she doesn't write. <laughs> oh, what? London, London, the London Bridge. She's a cool I hope she didn't write that. <laughs> that song is, oh my God. I'm glad I hope no one did. <laughs> it was like formulated in Siri or something. I don't want to hear it. That song is that bad. She, she had the people whipped. Year seven, eight. Fergie was on her grand. Yeah, she was. I think so. She's marketable. She was like the kind of like the white girl, the black white girl, right? That had like mm. the edges and everything and the sass market marketing. Oh god. Her and what's the home girl? Um, oh god, does a song with Akon. Gwen Stefani. Uh, she at least the lady that taught us how to spell bananas oh yeah but she actually writes because she was in a band like that they were like grinding because they're what was the band don't speak i I know just what you're saying yeah they wrote they wrote their own stuff so she's actually like a legit artist more when they've actually written their own stuff you'd be seeing them and be like this bitch with her ghostwriters <laughs> wow! The thing Quentin is, that, <laughs> the thing is, I think it's it's more it's more than that though because like for example, I could be signed yet and I could actually be a really good writer, a really good vocalist, but the label might be like your songs aren't cutting it, so we're gonna mm. bring a writer in to do the songs that are gonna mm. get you hits. So sometimes it might not even be your choice; it might just be like mm. the label or like the label will put you in sessions with hit writers, you know. So maybe mm. you'd contribute here and there. But it would yeah. predominantly be the hit writer who would have wrote majority of the tune. You it's know, interesting but, um, how songs yeah. come together. And, like I, I find it crazy that um, "Shape of You" was originally written for Rihanna, and then yeah, like, right. I'm keeping this. That's bananas. <laughs> but I swear she didn't like it or something. I thought she didn't, or she wasn't really nah, a cup he, of tea. He felt it was it was too British, um, or there was too many lines that just Rihanna couldn't say. So that's why she opted. He opted to keep it. It was the last oh. song he wrote for that album as well. Probably his biggest song Absolutely. now. So fair play yeah. to Ed. I don't know why he gets so much hate because he can do it all. Yeah, and he's someone that actually he's been. He was grinding like ten years prior before he even got any success. Yeah. Busking. Yeah, literally. Yeah, no. Nah, Ed is the truth, man. But um, okay. So final topic. Um. So the label says you can have any feature on, let's say, your hit song. Who would you bring along for the ride? What, like a singer or a rapper? Singer or rapper, it doesn't matter. 
What, like old or new? Uh, let's, yeah, both. I know it's sad. I know it's stereotypical, but if I got on a song with Beyonce, that'd be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know, like, I was, I know it's stereotypical, but like, she's she's a legend. If she died tomorrow, she she's a legend. She's like a walking, living legend of today. Do you know what I mean? Like, even though I'm not really feeling her now because I feel like she just jumps on the bandwagon of things, mm-hmm. but she's that. yeah, but she is an incredible vocalist. She's done a she's done a lot in terms of being like a black female and like running the game. You know, like she's she's done a lot. I think for for the for that scene. I know she doesn't really. I would like to see her give back more in terms of like for black artists, especially black females. I'd like to see her out here doing like what 50 Cent does, making like black TV shows right. and like mentoring like artists mm-hmm. like Pop Smoke and things like that. Like I'd like to see her and Jay-Z do more of that because it's like giving back to your community and making mm-hmm. it greater. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Also, also, I really do love Sir. Like Sir is like oh, amazing. Sir's amazing man. I really love Sir. Like he's just so smooth and like jazzy and like just cool. What are you guys riding for this? What? You're not, on the sir. Sir, you're not on the Sir wave? You're not on the survey. What's wrong with you? Nah, B. After I found out about his brother. I'm not about to nothing to do with him. <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah, it's got nothing to do with him. But these smokers nah, talented, nah, I'm though. No, nah, I'm never... Oh, that's a fact. But just don't lie to me next time, you know what I mean? But <laughs> that's, that's interesting, though. I'm not, I'm, I'm not taking it in. So I'll definitely give him a listen. He's great, man. Yeah, Sir's amazing. Also, oh. Miguel is pretty amazing. Like, he's an amazing vocalist. Yeah, he's he's, a bit, he's gone a yeah. bit weird now. I don't know what he's doing now, but he's, like, someone I'd love to be, get on a track with. Oh, Snow Allegra as well. She's quite sick. Oh, Sorry, Snow. there's just... Yeah, Snow is hey, quite sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Snow is, Snow is quite sick. She's just got a, a, a released a song. But I don't know. I think I don't know what I don't. She might be releasing another album. But she's just released the song. Yeah, like yeah. produced by UK producers as well. Actually, I think Snow was from the UK. Me nah. as well, but she's like she's Swedish. She? I think. Yeah, something like that. I think she's Swedish. She's yeah. something foreign. Yeah. But you know what's yeah, funny man, though, because UK, them kind of, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's funny though because they're marketing her like a I don't doubt it, but I did not expect like a Shada, that. Like a Shard, like a Sade. Do they call it like a, a Sade? Like or a Sade? Sade. <laughs> Do they call it a Sade or Shade? I don't know. Sade, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> like a Sade. Similar. <laughs> like a Sade. <laughs> but that's how they market it. But that's Sade. how the name of the episode. <laughs> 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 what is it, Sade? Or Sade? <laughs> Like I say, that is how, funny. That, but that's how these girls, like especially like even Georgia Smith as well. Nigerian, you know. Who? Hey. Oh, Sade. Is it Sade or Sade? Yeah. I don't know. It's Sade. So, like, yeah. you know how, like, that's how they're marketing a lot of them, like the slick yeah. back hair, the aesthetic, and the highlight. Exactly yeah, the yeah. 100%. A lot, a lot of these mixed race girls. That's how they're marketing themselves. You know. What do you guys think of Georgia Smith? Actually, if you guys listen to her. <laughs> Where do we start? I don't think she's, I, I think she's all right. <laughs> we're, we're massive fans. Um, I'm not necessarily a massive fan of her music. I mean, I've just not listened to it, like, a lot of it. Yeah. I've, I've not sat down and listened to it out. Because it's not really my, it's, it's not really my bag. I'm not, like, R&B bag. That's, do you know what I'm yeah, saying? That. That's, that's just not, it's not. But the thing is, it's not to say that I don't, I've not necessarily liked her music. For example, there is a song with um, 
there's a producer or predator and yeah yeah like, oh, that's a sick that, song. that was a surprise to me because i know predator from mm. just grime yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. the fact that he made that song it was like oh okay that's real cool yeah. so I yeah. really enjoyed that yeah. um, and I think she can sing she also has the song Blue Lights which is fantastic that's a good song yeah, yeah. I don't know I don't I listen agree. to her too much but she, get, she gave us Jaded so I'm happy that's all I need yeah, <laughs> yeah. Drake was Drake was singing his heart out man <laughs> For yeah, there was a story, Eagles. didn't? Yeah, there was a story yeah. with that, wasn't it? Georgia interlude, right? Yeah, they they definitely they definitely went out. So they but that's a smart then, move, then, though. That's a very smart move on her what? part. Going out with Drake. Yes, he like put her on. He dropped him. He put for her real. on, mate. Yeah. Man, three, man three, three hours, hours for what? <laughs> for what? <laughs> but it's very it's a very I smart move. Yo, come get me. I'm depressed if I'm dri- if I drive three hours ha- to your mama's house for what? <laughs> but that's but that's to be honest bad. though, I know it's bad, but that's how a lot of these like you hear. I, I don't know if it's true, but like you hear a lot of stories of some female artists like getting their way mm. by using their female aura to mm. get mm. things or opportunities, and it is a thing. And, and a lot of like producers, yeah, but a lot of producers as well, and like do things as well to gain things you know or to get things mm. so it's a very incestuous place yeah the indus- yeah it is like I'm, not- i've had a and r's like come up to me like oh let's do a thing and he probably could have really helped my career yeah, but yeah it's just it's a no for me dog yeah mm. yeah it's one nah, of them things if you could choose someone to be on a song would you who would you pick it's an array of people I would pick. Um, yeah, but go on, pick. Actually, yeah, say the array of people. Right now, it's Ambush, fam. Ambush. For Is sure. it? Yeah, Ambush Boswell. Um, yeah, so, I heard that. Um, Yo, everyone's trying to get set on the track. Like, what's going on? YG, 50 Cent. Yeah. Um, who's this? Pusha T, 100%. Yeah, Kanye you, West, I'm not too I'm sure about now. Kanye West, but mm-hmm. that's a risk, boy. Pharrell, 100. percent Oh, Pharrell, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, that's a fact. Uh, I could really see an Eminem and Pusha T song. I need that. Eminem's <laughs> <laughs> verse finishes, and all you hear is King Push. <laughs> that's what amazing. I mean. I, w- I would really like Omarion as well. Omarion to sing as well. Like mm. his, his voice hasn't, his voice hasn't <laughs> really been voice. like. Uh, you know, he uh, hasn't really made a great transition in like this whole ten years, like in the, in the mm. ten. Yeah, what you mean? Mm. He had a few hits though. He had a few like, hits, yeah. He gave us Icebox, Entourage. Those are nice songs. My jam, bro. Ooh. Yeah. Um, he ain't got to know about me. I'm not. I'm not too sure about Bauer. Bauer's just gone off the ropes, man. Yeah, I Bauer. Know. I don't know what's going nah, on. But him and Bauer had insane chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I probably I probably would do a track with um who's this who's this guy? I would like to do a track with um Chip. Chipmunk. Yeah. yeah. And then that's mm. it. That's that's it. Asian, that, those are only names I can think of currently at the moment. Mm. Mm. Alright. Um, what's your choice? Um, if we're just gonna say R and B, I'll I'll just uh 
probably Ty Dollar Sign because he has a lot of good features. Yo, yeah, yeah, that's a solid choice. And yeah. uh, James Fontleroy as well. He's got a really good, good voice. Okay. Well, that's uh, that. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, but Ty Dollar Sign does he sing? Does well. he really sing though? He's he's a, he's got a really what? strange voice. Where he, but does he, he does sing. he really sing though? Can but he? But is it auto tune? No, is it auto tune? You, you say it's auto You'd know better than me. <laughs> well, the songs I've heard, but that could be his style, like T Pain. You know, like when right. when T Pain did that Tiny Desk. I think everyone was like, oh my gosh, T Pain can actually sing. Yeah, you know because but that's what, I don't know. A lot of people say that. Or T Pain said, in order to be able to use auto tune and use it well, you have to be able to sing. So mm. I, I don't know what the backstory is behind that. I mean, I'm, I'm saying that, I and mean, then Travis Scott can't really sing, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, what, I don't know. If, if someone uses auto tune, do you think that's they're trying to protect their voice or they're trying to hide, hide their voice? Yeah, um, personally, I think if you're a good singer, you don't need auto tune. Personally, Whoa. but then I think if that's your style, like T Pain, because I know I listen to a lot of T Pain because of the whole like the auto tune effect, like that's what was the vibe, mm. you know, it was different. Mm. Um, and like Kanye West uses that auto tune, like in a lot of like Heartless, I don't know, was it a lot mm. of auto tune on yeah. there or something? Yeah, so, yeah, so works, think, yeah, yeah, so I think sometimes it adds a style to a song, but mm. the thing is, I think there's certain types of singers, so like Beyonce, I think is like an ultimate singer like she's trained if you give her any song she can sing but then if you compare mm. her to like a i don't know who's like popping off this not really good vocally maybe georgia smith like well when she was popping off to like to me i felt like she's just putting on like blue lies flashing lies <laughs> but for me like if you watch her tiny desk it's frustrating for me because i'm like is that what people think is singing got you even someone like adele can sing you know, she can actually sing. Surely um, Adele's got pipes. Like, she does, she does, she does. But Adele. I know a lot of black vocalists that have bigger pipes. Bigger, mm. bigger pipes. And that doesn't surprise me. But it's, it's that thing, isn't it? Like, someone probably is more talented, but they don't get the recognition. Or the opportunity, that's what it is. Yeah. It's the opportunity. They, they want us as the backing vocalists. They want us to make, make them look more cool or more urban. Mm. But then when it's now time for one of us to be at the front, it's like, nah, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I hear that. Who's the best singer living today? Obviously, Whitney would probably put most people on their table, but who for you is the best singer? No help. You give them a song, their body in it. Well, obviously, Mariah Carey's a bit old now, but like, but she's pretty insane. Mariah Carey's pretty insane. Like, vocally. Yeah. She's but quite she insane, it. but then... No. Their mum was struggling. <laughs> but she probably doesn't oh. care because she's made her money. When Christmas comes, probably. she doesn't even need to talk. That's true. You know. That bag is ridiculous. Made her money. Going I... Number one again. What number one. Going on? <laughs> like... And she wrote <laughs> that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So she... Does she really need to sing? Yeah. <laughs> You know, but um, yeah, Beyonce's pretty insane. Beyonce's a great vocalist. Um, be- yeah, be- like if I think worldly, world round, I think Beyonce, because I can't think of any other singer that's like, out there. Because even Sir as well isn't really like, he's a stylistic singer. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you get what I mean? He's not like, you can't give him a Mariah Curry song and he'd be like, yeah, I could sing that. Fair. No, he probably wouldn't mm. be able to. Especially but when he does it live. 
Yeah, like you, you can hear him struggling a little bit. Like he can only really sing in a certain register. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a studio singer. Mm, so not, like he's a great singer though because he's got a lovely tone but I think it's just yeah I don't know there's singers that can sing and mm, then there's mm. there's artists there's singers and there's artists like there's vocalists and there's artists if you get what I mean yeah yeah Jason Derulo um, alright <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking a serious question no 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 forget it man what do you guys think about him? He's making money from TikTok now. Apparently, Let like him 80 make gra- money from that Chinese company. That's just eighty grand plus a video. Yeah, Let but eighty grand plus. Eighty grand plus a one minute money video from stealing data from individuals. I don't care. Eighty Listen, grand plus for one video. That's he's not Chris Brown. Money's long. <laughs> for money's he's long. not Chris Brown. He's not no Neil to me. All of his um, songs have come for one month and gone forever. What about Neil? He's making his money though. Eighty grand, eighty plus. That's a lot of money. One, one Neo's video. Neo's pen is strong. Yeah, Neo's pen. But so I think Jason Derulo wrote wrote a lot of his hits. Yeah, I think Jason so. Derulo. Oh god. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? What, Jason be writing his. <laughs> I think he writes his Jason own hits. Writing his own stuff. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh, I Don't quote me on that, but it. I think so. I think so. He's talented, you know, and he dances. No, I, yeah, he is a very good. He is you know the what, I'm just what they'd be looking for. I'm just hating. I'm just hating. That's I'm just get, let, him, let him get to the bag, man. Let him get his money, man. We can't be mad Literally. at him. But what are you guys' thoughts I on agree. that Chris Brown then? Because I know you messaged me about he dropped like an 80 song album. It's not 80 songs. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not like 80 songs, but he's just dropping like 40 songs on an album. And it's like, yo, I don't need it, man. Don't that's, need that's 40 what, songs. Like, we're in one pa- pandemic already, like Chris Brown, chill. Man's going crazy, uh, man. No, nah, you don't need that many songs. I, I think if you do that, you can't even make a concise album as well. Like, what's, mm. the, what you, what's the story you're trying to tell? Or you're doing yeah. it to cheat streaming for sure. It's probably all the rough cuts from the studio as well, like and songs mm. you just didn't really even want to just shelve, just put on one. Track yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, which is yeah, there's no need quantity of quality. And I, he, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if he'd be going crazy in the studio, like in there from morning till night. But you know, there's yeah. certain things you don't have to do. Yeah, like, I don't know. That's torture yeah. in your fans. I don't, I don't know. I think with Chris Brown, it's like a huge injustice because I think he could have been like a modern day like Michael Jackson. I think that was what he was I meant to be. He, he ruined it. Nah, mm, I don't, I, he could have. So, no. He could have, but I think after he that whole reality thing. Was supposed to be. Yeah, they were not yeah, the And he's a shitty person as well. Mm, I think since that Rihanna thing, I think that messed up everything. Yeah, yeah but I, I think, yeah, after that, it was uh, curtains for him. He could have made, it doesn't matter what he made after that. I think in certain people's eyes, he's done. Yeah, 100%. Mm. But, I mean, we'll see. He did a song with Little Dicky, and that song was terrible. Bully me for. Uh, no, that song is actually, it's, it's actually decent. Nah, bro. It's funny. <laughs> that's it. It's funny, yeah. That's, that's, that's it. It's just funny. funny. He made going clubbing miserable. Can I really say the N word? <laughs> oh God, so bad. I'm gonna be like, like, yo, don't do it. 
uh, I don't know. I like the song. I, 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 like, I like little dicky, but I just like I'm not here for that. So, but I, I can see why people enjoy it. It's, it does sound like a fun kind of poppy song, but it was not for me. Yeah, neither am I now. All right, so and and you tell the people where they can find you um, and what you've got coming. Um, so all your socials and what you've got coming on the way. So new single out, 31st of July. Keep posted. It's called. Don't I, I shouldn't mm. even be saying this because I haven't promoted it yet. Yo, give us that exclusive. Okay. Exclusive. Well, it's it's out in July. Is <laughs> it's out in July? Um, because basically you're meant to promote stuff two weeks before it comes out, so that people are still interested. Because if I do it like now, it's kind of a bit too early because people forget. People oh, have I like, yeah, practice, you know, people practice. But anyway, but it's out July the thirty first. It's called something to tell you. But mm. it's a jam. It's a jam. I think you guys will be into it. It's like it's it's kind of old school, new school. The production is sick. Um, the vocals are amazing, obviously. And, of course, um, of course. And, um, yeah, I've also got a music video with it as well, which is going to be sick. And, um, yeah, follow mm. me on Instagram, Annie Music, A-A-N-U, Music. And then everything mm. else is pretty much the same. SoundCloud, Spotify. Follow me on Spotify, all three of you as well. Mm-hmm. Follow yeah. me on Spotify. And um, so you can see the latest Apple release. Music, that shit be, that'd be bugging. You man have Apple, hit, oh, it's Spotify. shut down. Or Apple mm. Music. But the, I use Apple Music, but I can still find you on there, surely. I'm not sure about Apple Music. I don't know. Can, yeah. Well, I know artists make more money from Apple Music than Spotify. So. Whoa, the game. How's that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I know artists make oh, more money okay. from Apple Music than Spotify. But Spotify okay. is just, it's more, um, I think it's, it's like. It's the universal easier. thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's easier for more people to find you. Because mm-hmm. like, there's so mm-hmm. many different playlists. But I guess Apple Music does playlists as well. I don't know, but... Yeah, but nowhere near as good as Spotify's. Yeah. Like, Spotify knows you. Basically. Yeah, and the Apple algorithms. Music thinks I'm into rock. <laughs> <laughs> Turn around and die music, bro. <laughs> Turn around and die. <laughs> Slipping it on them, man. Pretty much. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, just keep on the page. Support your fellow black sister. You got you. <laughs> it has to be but, done um, for sure. So yeah. Could this episode happened. Yeah, it's been really one of my favorites to chop it and to find um, out about all this industry stuff as well. You know, what's it, Leona Lewis? I'm coming for you. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Didn't lie to you. I'm just continually getting lied to. Do you Lies. Know Leona Lewis. TV is not real, though. Maybe when you're not good, find his keepers. Get out of here. Actually, that's a banger. I'm going to keep that. <laughs> but, yeah, TV is no, not real. Well, definitely not now. <laughs> but, um... So much for coming on. It's been... This is like I said, been one is a personal favorite episode now. Like it's been so real and it's so nice to have chopped it up with you, especially after, as Emmanuel uh, kindly said, we've been trying to get you on for years. So it's definitely one we're really happy to have tipped off. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and hit me up, guys, as well when I've like blown up. 
Oh, yeah, of course. No worries. Listen, we'll blow up and you'll blow up. So, you know. Yeah, at the same time. I'll be like, look at us now. Same trajectory. We'll be together. Spotify will. Can you imagine speaking to the God willing, man. Your Spotify, we need that. Hold that back for us. Boohoo, man. Everyone. I'm telling you. I'm trying to get free clothes. You're trying to be a quaver in them on Boohoo Man. What's going on? <laughs> Drip or drown, you know what I mean? Floyd <laughs> Mayweather has a Boohoo uh, connection and he can't not dress. I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, he's giving it to anybody now, aren't they? Yeah, publicity. Yeah. But yeah, no, Any this publicity. Has been, this has been really good. No, yeah. we're so, we appreciate it so much. No, yes, thank you for we'll having me. we both up, so Amen. we'll meet at the top. Right. Yeah, Amen. definitely. Amen. Like, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. So, uh, yeah, no because problem. you guys have been doing this for a long no, time now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember you guys hit me up yeah. on Twitter when Twitter was like a thing for me anyway. <laughs> like, ages ago, I think, on Twitter, ages ago. Mm. And then, yeah, we didn't really make it happen, but we made it happen now. So, sure. uh, God's grace, yeah. let's speak to each other in a few years' time and see what happens. Absolutely. Right. Of course. All right. Of course. Love. Take care. Love, guys. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Uh, no worries. Bye. Bye.